0: Rise on time. It's butt-whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show, discussing it
1: all from the preps to the pros.
0: What time is it? It's time. Ooh.
1: Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app.
0: They are everywhere.
1: The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. A hole opened up there for Lukes and he is into the end zone. Those hopes stay alive for the Chips. Oh.
0: Beautiful! And the
1: throwdown by Mekhi Mason, but all set up with the vision. Second down and long here for Buffalo and Snyder.
0: As he fires over the middle, the catch is made. He's got Marlon Johnson. Johnson takes it into Miami territory. It's a foot race. Can they track him down? Johnson, no! He fumbles it. What do they say here? It's a touchdown. He's over the line. The signal is touchdown. Doubled in the corner and stripped. Three on one. Tatum got it. And one. Happy Thursday morning, everybody. We're back on the morning blitz on 102.5 Rock, as well as AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. No matter which way you're listening, whether it's online, nbksradio.net, the Rocking M app, we don't care. Thank you so much for hopping on here on this Thursday, November the 16th. 40 degrees outside, another 70-degree day on Tap 4 today for you. It's so hard getting dressed in the morning because it's cool, like 30 degrees, and so you're like, well, I better wear something long-sleeved or something, but then you're like, it's 70 by the afternoon, so... Say what you gotta say, but man, very very interesting start to the day. Morning, Christian. How are you doing today? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, I'm
1: exactly what you're talking about. Is I'm wearing shorts right now, but it was a shall we say a brisk walk to the car. <laughs> uh, but of course, it's gonna be nice once I once I get out, uh, once I'm out of work. But maybe it won't be. Maybe it won't be because of course it's you know darn near pitch black by the time we leave work now but such is life.
0: That's this uh that's this time of year. Uh we'll just uh we'll deal with it. That's just the way it is. We will deal with it. Uh, uh as always the text line open 785-899-2222 number part of the morning blitz here on this Thursday morning where we will have our NFL Power 5. We'll be getting to that coming up a little bit later on in the program. We'll have a little NBA talk. We will scratch that itch that Christian has. We'll touch on the NBA in season <laughs> tournament, uh, and get a few minor thoughts on the NBA in season tournament uh, at the end of the program See, as well.
1: This isn't really you, you know, scratching that itch. It's just you wanting to talk about something where you can, you know, bash the, NBA. On the NBA. It's easy. You, you you just bring up, up a topic.
0: I can bash it. I can bash it. Yep, I, can bash. Bash it. Yeah. I can do it. You. You bring up anything in the NBA Ugh, world, then yeah, I can bash it. Yeah. I can do that. So we got all that coming up here in today's program.
1: Congratulations. That's a skill. <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's a skill. I don't to, trust me, I'm not a very highly skilled man, so it just means it doesn't take a whole lot to bash him is what it means. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up in today's program. Uh, quickly, real, real quickly, on the local sports side of things, Colby Community College Volleyball unfortunately loses their first match of the uh njcaa division one volleyball tournament uh yesterday there in hutchinson as they lose uh let's see final was what 25 14 25 18 25 18 and so they had a really rough showing uh in that far- first opening round but they had to take on the number one team in the njcaa uh at least according to the 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 should say at least in the not necessarily according to the polls but according to the bracket uh, Florida southwestern state but uh, losing 25 14 25 18 25 18 the stat to me that stood out the most uh was that they had a point one zero six kill percentage that was the thing that stood out to me the most was that when you look at it from the perspective of you struggled that much to uh to put to attack and 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 put the ball in the field of play now once again give credit to the opposition as well as they're able to dig those all those attacks up and keep them in play or but but a 0.106 kill percentage is probably not going to win you a lot of win you a lot of matches so yeah
1: it's a little tough when you got six four six four six four all across the front of your line and you're you know or all across the front of floor southwestern's line and you're playing with, you know, your best hitter probably is I think Celia's 5'8". Uh so it, it it makes it a lot easier when you have to, you know, leap out of the gym and she can jump out of the gym just to get Yeah, it's to, it's a know, very height difficult height, thing. When you
0: are. have that kind of size, it's difficult because then you play that game like, Well, we're not gonna hit through it, so either we hit around it or <laughs> we try to just hit over the top and get touches. So that we can get the point that way, and it's very—you you really are, are playing a fine line when you try and do that. That's the tough part. It's very, very hard. You, you, you really do play, play a fine, fine line. So mm. that's a—that was a tough, tough day yesterday. Uh, the best part is for Colby. It's not one and done. You get a chance to play another match. They will take on the eight seed Odessa this afternoon. I think that's at two o'clock Central time there from the Hutchinson Sports Arena. I think it's at 2, although I saw a 1 o'clock. 2 or 1, yeah. Is it it 2 o'clock on the website and it's all in Eastern time, which that could be, I guess. But uh, I saw on Facebook it was 1, but then I saw – yeah, fact check me on that. So it's at 1. It's 1 Central. 1 Central, 2 Eastern, so I'm wrong on that. So they play again today, this early this afternoon. Uh, We'll see if they can do a little bit better against Odessa there at the NJCA – National Volleyball Tournament, but Colby losing in straight sets to the number one seed, Florida Southwestern State, yesterday to begin their first trip to uh, first trip to there since the 1970s. By the way, shout out to friend of the program, Kenny Hernandez. I saw a picture of him on Twitter. He met he was there with the first ever Colby Community College uh, Lady Trojan Volleyball coach. I saw he took a picture with her, so that was kind really? of a neat thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out mm-hmm. to Kenny uh, for that one right there. Uh, Anyway, our first segment of the day, as we transition here out of that, um, first segment of the day, I've wanted to ask Christian a question about his Michigan Wolverines for some time now, and now we have a little bit of time here on a Thursday to do it. So I really want to get his thoughts being a Michigan, as they like to call it, a Michigan man, a Michigan Wolverine fan. I really want to know what he, this whole Jim Harbaugh, Connor Stallions situation, and if you haven't followed along, if you haven't followed along, it's okay, I understand. But at the same time, it, it, no person in their right mind who has not followed this, if you're hearing this for the first time, this story, you would not believe it. It doesn't make sense. It's too crazy <laughs> to almost believe. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and do the Cliff Notes version of this. Do they still have Cliff Notes? Do you know? you know what I'm talking about? Cliff Notes? They still have Cliff Mm -hmm. Notes? I didn't know if that was something that was just, you know, I'm an old, and so. But here's the thing. So let's start back at the beginning of the football season when Jim Harbaugh, Michigan head coach, gets suspended or is is, is looking to get suspended for paying kids or giving them money for, or pretty much giving them meals is the deal there for him. Right, to begin he, the season. They were out
1: on a recruiting visit, and you yep. happened to pay for one of yep. the
0: meals. Yeah, which is a recruiting violation. Well, Jim Harbaugh, to an extent, somewhat wisely says, well, I'll just suspend myself for the first three games against, you know, UNLV. And, the uh, school
1: suspended. Uh, yeah, so in.
0: they 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 try to take the bite the bullet and just say, well, here, we'll see. And that, pretty much that worked, I think, because... Otherwise, the NCAA could have jumped in and given him a six gamer or whatever, and instead they just said three, and so actually it worked out well for Michigan. So, and he only missed three games against three teams that it didn't matter who was coaching. Uh, it could have been Stevie Wonder, and it probably they would have won that game. It wouldn't have mattered. So it could have been they you get or me. yeah, probably. <laughs> you kidding me? They would play just as good if I was coaching them. Um, anyway, <laughs> then then that. Connor Stallions enters the story. Uh, Once again, Connor Stallions is a young man who went from being a volunteer on the Michigan football team to being a Michigan staffer a couple years back, and going from being a volunteer to being a guy who was standing next to coordinators telling coaches what he thought was coming, like, oh, based upon signals that he apparently was stealing by going to games and getting ahead. So he was going to games ahead of where Michigan was playing, and trying to steal signs by watching the opposition coaching staff and stuff like that, and then sharing that information with Michigan coaches, which Jim Harbaugh says he did not know anything. He has not known anything about him. He has denied knowing anything about Connor Stallions. But you look at the Venmo account of Connor Stallions, who's buying tickets on his own, using his own money to get that done. Um, And then, of course, it really kicks into high gear. When he is seen on the Central Michigan University sidelines wearing CMU gear and sunglasses in a night game. And then the very next day back at the Michigan game. Looking very, very suspicious. Uh, More on that in just a second. And then a few weeks back, he gets sued by his homeowners association for running a shoddy vacuum repair business out of his house. It's my favorite part. Yes. Yeah. With running back Blake Corm. I think he's in the, on the LLC as well because it's like an LLC for that vacuum clean. And Blake Corm's on it.
1: Apparently, he's listed <laughs> on it.
0: But, yeah. It's still bo- on there. Both have, they've
1: denied, yeah, they've denied knowing anything about that. Nonetheless. Via, so,
0: yeah. he's, a, he's got his HOA, which if you have an HOA, you're living in a pretty nice area of town. And you've got a vacuum cleaning I mean, business. He's
1: really close to the, uh, to the stadium, I think, is what I saw. Well
0: Anyway. Uh, and then he I love how he actually tried to blame someone for turning him in saying he was a Michigan State fan or something like that, you know, that was something that he yeah, tried to blame.
1: Uh, so <laughs> quickly he he actually took it to court, I believe, saying these the HOA, so he had he whatever this vacuum cleaner repair business was, he had all these parts and vacuums shipped to his house, right? So he could repair them or do whatever and they're all just sitting, I guess, on his front porch in the HOA, <laughs> oh, that's a bad you know, if you're if you're in an HOA, you know, you know, there's all kinds of like, oh that looks bad, so I'm gonna find okay. you. Okay, I'm not in an HOA. Um,
0: if you've got vacuum sitting on your front porch, it's a bad look in Goodland, Kansas. I'm, so <laughs> I know.
1: I know. I'm just I'm just saying uh he gets it can be minute stuff. So he gets fined or whatever it was that the penalty that the HOA does Uh, So he alleges that it's his neighbor from down the street whose daughter goes to MSU, therefore this guy is trying to get him off his game and distract him so that he's not completely focused on Michigan football.
0: Okay, so once again, the story continues to get weird. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. And then, of course, this last weekend, Jim Harbaugh is suspended. As soon as he gets off the plane, he was suspended while he was in the air to Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. Right, walks off the plane, is suspended. He does, not he watches the game from the hotel room. They win the game against Penn State. Interim head coach Sharon Moore gives an emotional speech, crying and, and talking That's about nice. how much he loves Coach Harbaugh after the win. Uh, it almost made it sound like as if Jim Harbaugh was dead. It was like a funeral, uh, is what it made it sound like. And then this week, Jim Harbaugh takes the podium and claims that Michigan is America's team because, you know, they just take the punches and all this stuff and they just keep rolling, which, uh... And then on top of that, a few weeks ago, he we had Ric Flair in to talk about how to be a good villain. Uh, and so my question would be: Does America love villains? Do you really love villains if you're America's team? I don't think America really loves villains that much. Uh, so does that make you America's team? And, and and so that's just kind of a that's just kind of a a very very short synopsis of it all because I don't want to spend a whole lot yeah. of time going back. But 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 it's been a very rocky season. But Michigan has no doubt gone through it just fine. They are a top four team, and deservedly so. They're one of the best teams in college football. And, and, and I want to throw this out here real too, because Jim Harbaugh, to me, is a national treasure. I will say this. When he's not doing shoddy things, he's a treasure. Uh, like this, is, week a pressure, this week at his pressure, at this week at his weekly presser, he's talking about his chickens that he has. You know, yeah. he's talking about how... Well, because he
1: used to think that uh, chicken was a, a nervous bird, so his quarterbacks shouldn't eat it. Right. <laughs> until until he got these chickens, I think, this year. And he's like, no, no, actually. So he loves like chickens. chickens
0: now. And then he had, he had a cold, or has a cold. And they were asking him about his cold. And he says, well, I, the, the trainer says I've got a virus, but it's all right. I'm going to go work out, do some push-ups, eat an apple, and the virus will just bounce off me. I'm okay. I mean, he is a quirky, quirky guy. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why Jim Harbaugh has not been – stressed by any of this this year is partially because of his personality and also because i don't think he really cares what happens to him after this season um i Mm. think he thinks that he might have an out whether that's you know going to another college football program or more than likely going to the nfl but but here's the here's here's the topic for the next 10 minutes or so as a michigan fan christian are you wanting him back next year if he can come back or wants to come back, do you want him back as a Michigan fan after what has happened this year for Michigan football?
1: It's a great question. Um, actually, shout out to, we. I didn't know this was going to be a topic today until uh, late last night, but yesterday around midday, I'm having a deep conversation with a buddy back home who's just a diehard OSU fan. So it was almost like a warm-up uh, for today. But at the end of the day, and this is what makes that Big Ten suspension so stupid, for lack of a better word, I want to see due process. Because if the NCAA investigation gets fully completed and they come back and say, without a shadow of a doubt, Jim Harbaugh knew about slash uh, pushed on, you know, helped somehow with the cheating scandal. Lord knows he could have been like an integral part of it. No evidence points to that right now, but if they come back and say he had something to do with it and or he knew about it, I don't want to see him coaching peewee football in the middle of Southern Ohio. If you <coughs> that that to me is the, you know, the armpit of America. Not important. <laughs> okay, he, whatever. If if you have been proven to be a cheater going uh, Intentionally breaking known rules, I I don't want you near my third grade team. I think that's I think it's garbage if you ever touch the field again. If, it's proven, and that's the problem. The Big Ten suspended him while he's in the plane. Whatever. Uh, even the Big Ten in their um, press release saying, um, you know, talking about the suspension said. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but they said, we don't have all the details. We don't know, but we're going to punish him anyway. I want to see him either get fully punished or get let off the hook, depending on if he's innocent or guilty. But I want to wait until that point to answer the question directly. If he's if the NCAA investigation says, actually, no, he didn't know at all about this I want to see a slap on the wrist or something still because I get it it's a big program there's a lot going on he's very busy but you have to at least like I think I think it's at least a punishment worthy that he was negligible knowing about this Um, this I'm getting off on a tangent here because this isn't what you asked me but part of this comes from It's hard to know where Stallions was getting his stuff for a couple reasons because he's crazy, first off, the HOA thing. Second off, he has a 550 to 600-page, quote, Michigan manifesto that he, and I quote, has, maintains daily to uh, help cultivate his long-term plan to run Michigan football. This guy, it has been his goal his entire life since he was a preteen. teen uh, He's a former Marine Corps captain. Do you know why he enrolled in the Marine Corps? It is because he wanted to be a Michigan coach. And all of the coaches that he had studied that were so successful had served in the military. If that doesn't scream psycho to you, I don't know what does. Um, maybe this whole situation does. Uh, but the problem is, it's his job, as is it a job of every coach in every football program in America, to get the other team's signs. It's when you put the word steal in front of it that it becomes a problem. It's the way that he did it. The two things that are illegal when you're trying to get the other team's signs in the NCAA uh, rulebook, you are allowed to steal signs. You are allowed to scout the other team and find out when they use this sign it means they've got trips close to the right and they're gonna run a weak side run uh, you know from the shotgun it's the way that he did it you can't do it with two things one uh, with electronic equipment so you can't record it Uh, and then two, the things that he is accused of doing and I guess is proven at this point that stallions himself did uh, or sent interns or people to do is scout in person the opponents that you're playing that year i.e i can't send someone to the michigan state game week one and sit in the stands uh with a clipboard and write down all right when they throw up the sign that has a picture of jennifer lawrence and an apple they're gonna run you know trips to the right side that's the part that's illegal so it's how he's getting the information that's illegal Therefore, when you see him in all these videos standing on the sideline next to a coordinator saying they just switched to that formation, they're going to run it to the left side, he's supposed to know that. It's his job to try to get that information. When the coordinator stands there and hears his best guy go, hey, they're lining up now You know, in a 2 by 2 and he's in the pistol, they're probably going to run it to the left, he just thinks this is a good, or you know, hopefully he just thinks this is a good scout, this is a, a coach that's doing his job. Should he and should coaches have known that he's running this elaborate scheme to try to illegally steal the signs? Probably. But when you're standing on the sidelines and you get that information, do you immediately know that this guy is doing all this illegal stuff? No. That that's my point. Is it's so so hard to it's hard to realize the process.
0: There. Okay, let's 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 wrap that all that whole soliloquy up here a little bit. So you're saying <laughs> that Connor Stallions, underneath his own accord, was going out and doing all this because he wanted to find his way onto the Michigan sideline. So he says, "Look, I've been out scouting all these different teams. Let me come on and be. I'll share all my information that I have with you." Well, and he then all, he'll do all. He was all this. hired.
1: That was his job. But but <laughs> he was a volunteer. But then he was hired. To uh, that's, get to get that information, he's
0: a so recruit, so Michigan he's hired enablers. a guy who was doing stuff illegally, recording signs, things of that sort. So Michigan hired him, knowing that he was doing these things, not knowing illegally. How he got it. No, but that's still crossing over the line. So once again, you're sitting here saying if he is proven guilty, then you do not want Mich- you do not want Jimmy Harbaugh back. Fine. So be it.
1: I mean, that I, should I, be obvious. Right? I, I
0: still think the whole thing of him on the Central Michigan sideline and not having Central Michigan say anything like, like, well, you know, uh, we we don't know who that guy wasn't uh, that guy was so and so. He he works in the equipment department. Them not mm. saying anything means, and it's even more ridiculous is the fact that Central Michigan hasn't gone out and said, well, we're firing this guy because he gave him the information. It's almost like as if Michigan paid Central Michigan to allow Connor Stallions to stand on the sideline in a backdoor alley handoff and saying, "Here, here's some money. Please let him stand on the sideline so we can scout." Now we're it's, taking leaps. I and these, I know get, I know it's a big leap and I'm not trying to say that that's probably what happened, but it's all, it seems like it to an extent. There is just a lot and a lot of stuff that's going on and here's my thought on Harbaugh. I could actually see it because he is so eccentric and so mm. Sometimes lost in his own world that he – I could see it to an extent where he had no idea. But at the same time, you're at the head of the program. You're the CEO of this massive business. And if you don't know what's going on, you're going to get some – you're going to get reprimanded in some sort of way. Whether that means you need to fire people underneath you to keep your job or you're going to get suspended for whoever knows long, something's going to happen to Jim. Something will. On the drastic ends of it, I don't know, because – it doesn't matter. You still allowed this guy to be on your sideline, and you you have the power to say no. You had the power to sell this crazy person to not be a part of your program. Which honestly, I could see Jim Harbaugh saying, "You had a 600-page manifesto on Michigan football, on how to be a coach with the Marines. I like you. Yeah, you come yeah, join he our. Lo- I could he would see definitely that. Love that. I he could would see definitely him. Love that. So." Like I said, this is a, a story that's going to drag on for a while. And I don't know if it's going to have really any impact on this season's football outcome. Um, I think it will have impact on the program going forward. Uh, no doubt about that. But I, I just I was curious, from Michigan fans' perspective, if your coach is, if he's in this situation and let's say it all ends up being true, are, are you wanting him back next season? That's the question that I had.
1: He shouldn't. He shouldn't be allowed back, right? I mean, if you if you knew it's Michigan's that there call, was all this, it it probably wouldn't be at the end of the day if the NCAA comes down and says he's guilty. It wouldn't necessarily be his call. I think he may be allowed to technically still be their coach, but the NCAA could suspend him. The NCAA could ban him from bowl games. Maybe it's Michigan's call to technically fire their employee or not. But I mean, he wouldn't be able to coach until Kingdom Come.
0: Well, we'll see. Uh, off the text line, Jared, our faithful listener, he agrees with you, Christian. He agrees with everything you've said. So. I
1: I met listener Jared yesterday, <laughs> actually, uh, so. which which that's a that's a great point that he just texted. Um, which which reminds me, unless yeah, you you're on you're listening on the radio, so you can't see my face. But if you go on the website or whatever, you find me on social media. Feel free to come say hi and be annoying to me uh if you see me in person (laughs) tell me tell me me. well i'm i'm annoying you right now on the air so you get to annoy (laughs) me back if you see me as long as i'm not in the middle of a set at the gym or like clearly doing something come come say hi come come be annoying no no please
0: listeners if you see him at the gym please annoy him in the middle of a bench press set (laughs) yes that's what i want to see please annoy him in the middle of a bench press set Okay, we're way past due. We've got to get to a break. Uh, Let's get to a break. We come back. The NFL Power 5 is next. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.